everybody. Welcome to the Homework Use Podcast. We're so excited to be here today. We are talking the Summer Nights programs from Homework Channel, and I'm really excited today to have, an, have a wonderful guest. I am film critic Rachel Wagner, and Filiana Ng is here, and journalist uh, Filiana. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to talk about these movies. Yes, it's going to be so fun. Uh, so I'd like to give you a chance in to introduce yourself to our listeners and uh, tell us a little bit about how you ended up becoming uh, a journalist and your interest in Hallmark films and rom-coms and all that fun stuff. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, so um, how I fell into journalism is, you know, is exactly just that. I fell into it. Uh in college. So I started um, at my college paper at USC and that was kind of, I got hit with the journalism bug and just went from there and started interning and then worked at the Hollywood Reporter for a couple of years before I landed at Entertainment Tonight, which is where I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically like the very nuts and like very quick and dirty yeah. <laughs> uh, version of kind of what I do. Um, but yeah, I write about TV, watch a lot of TV, um, talk to a lot of interesting people in front of the camera and behind the camera who make some of your favorite TV shows and, and movies. Um, and yeah, and how I uh, came to become a Hallmark fan is, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of, of romantic comedies just in general. It's one of my favorite genres uh, to watch and enjoy with friends by myself. Um, And Hallmark, I don't know, it just kind of, I just connected with it immediately. I I have been asked this question a lot of like, what, what, when did I know um, that Hallmark was a a thing that I really liked and loved? Um, And I, I don't know. I think it, it's just kind of always been there <laughs> for me, which is kind of a sad answer. Yeah. Um, it, it's just like comfort food, right? Like you just feel yeah. good. And sometimes you need that light, fluffy entertainment um, yeah. at the end of a very busy or stressful day. So Yeah. So you yeah. did you watch them when you were younger? And something you've watched for a while or they knew? I think they're relatively recent. I think more uh, as an adult. Um mm. Yeah, so I, not not like a childhood memory. Yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, so you describe yourself uh, in your uh, in some of your content as a YA slash rom com dissector, and what do you what do you mean by that? <laughs> you know how everyone has, uh, you know, like a lot of people love Game of Thrones, let's say, mm-hmm. and they dissect everything that happens in that in every episode, every scene. For me. I'm not a big Game of Thrones fan. So for me, it's rom-coms. It's the YA teen um, coming-of-age movies that really Mm -hmm. kind of I'm obsessed with. So that's kind of what I mean. So like to all the boys, like I will have hours and hours of conversation (laughs) (laughs) with friends and, you know, fellow colleagues about, um, about that movie and that franchise. So that's kind of like my Game of Thrones. So that's kind of what I yeah. mean by, by that. Like, those are the stories that I tend to gravitate toward. What do you think makes up a really good romantic comedy? Something that excites you? Ooh, that's such a good question. And it's, know, it's, also, tough. <laughs> it's also a marker, too, of a good Hallmark rom-com mm-hmm. is, to me, it is the chemistry. It is, yeah. you have, it's like number one rule, right? You have to believe that these people would be together and they look good together they you know 
have that undeniable kind of magic when they're on screen. Um, so that to me is like, if you don't have that, then the story can be kind of weak. The story can be, you know, something that we've all kind of seen before. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have the right people playing those parts and the right chemistry, yeah. then it's just nothing can really save yeah. it. Yeah, I think that that is the key as well. And it's so hard because that's such an intangible, you know, they could have exactly. everything set up that, that it feels like it should be work. And they probably even think when they're filming it, oh, we have such good chemistry, we get along so well, whatever. And then it just doesn't work. Something it's, doesn't it's, work. Yeah, I mean, it's, exactly. it really it's kind of like dating in real life. Like you can have Mm -hmm. this person that you're going on a date with that you have so much in common with, you should be a Mm -hmm. a great match. uh, And it just, it's not there. The chemistry is not there. And you could have people that I feel like, do I have anything very much in common with this person? Um, But for whatever reason, the chemistry is there. It's, it's such a frustrating, weird thing, but it's true definitely for, especially for rom-coms. Yeah, and there's no rule too. Like, you really can't. You can't. If 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 you know people figured it out, then we would be. Mm-hmm. We would all be paired up, and we'd all be happy, and like we'd all, you know, everything would be like easy. But it's yeah. not. It's like you said. It's very very difficult to kind of find that right uh, kind of combination. Yeah, I mean, and I think one of the things that has brought people over to Hallmark is that. Hollywood kind of abandoned the romantic comedy for a long time. I mean, they still hardly make any. I mean, unless you're including Netflix. And, I mean, that's what made Crazy Rich Asians such a phenomenon was because it was like, wow, actually a romantic comedy being released. It was so exciting. And uh, because for a lot of times... The, for a long time, the only romantic comedies that were being released were were pretty uh, kind of vulgar and are you know mm-hmm. R-rated and and uh, you know sort of the um, uh, the um, oh what's shoot what's his name um, Judd Apatow the Judd mm-hmm. Apatow variety and mm-hmm. uh, and and so I think that a lot of people, including myself, to be honest. Uh, gravitated to Hallmark because that was the only place that you could really find romantic comedies. That is a good point. I completely agree with you. Like you have the the raunchy kind of more guy guy yeah, humor, more masculine, sort of, more masculine kind of take on on romance, which isn't exactly what you know women want to see all the time. Like there yeah. is another side to romance than just making terrible, you know, disgusting yeah. jokes. Well, yeah, and I just I I really don't like the movies where you have the uh, the the woman kind of putting up with the man child kind of right. scenario mm-hmm. not my favorite <laughs> yeah i that. totally agree like you want them to be on an even playing field just like intellectually yeah you know mentally like they're both capable people like it's not just the guy who is the capable one it's like yeah. no they're both yeah Exactly, yeah, I completely agree with you. She shouldn't have to raise the man as long as oh, well goodness, as, no. as <laughs> children. Uh, what about YA? What's a, what's some of your favorite YA? Uh, oh my gosh! Well, I mentioned to all the boys because I, I just talked mm-hmm. about that, so it's kind of in my head. So that I really love the books and mm-hmm. also really enjoyed the movie. Movies, yeah, they were um, good. And oh my gosh. I can tell you one of my favorites is yes. uh, um, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, yes, that's yeah. – and I love the movie too. Mm-hmm. Another great mm-hmm. adaptation of the book. 
Um, because it was directed and and adapted by the by writer the of author, the book, which right. helps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you have the guy who actually sat down and spent, you know, I'm sure years like toiling over every word. Yeah. <laughs> actually, you know, there to to make the movie. It yeah. really helps. I love that one. I just feel like it's so emotionally true. And, you know, just the whole idea of we accept the love we think we deserve, I think is a really beautiful uh, concept. And mm-hmm. I love all the performances. I don't tend to like a YA in the sense of the, like, dystopian kind of YA. Isn't, right. Is, I so like not, more, so more not like, of edge. so not like Hunger Games. Yeah, I'm like not a big fan. Runner type no. stories. I kind of understand. No, I'm the same way. I, I realize as I've, you know, years of covering all this stuff, I'm mm-hmm. realizing I tend to gravitate toward kind of more rooted in real world yeah. uh, drama rather than, you know, aliens coming in. Like, you're like, oh, crap, like the world is ending. <laughs> <laughs> you have to figure, you know, stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah, dystopian fantasy stuff, I tend not to be as yeah. interested, but yeah, there are some exceptions. Yeah. So we've all been in this quarantine craziness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so have you been uh, watching any fun things uh, in quarantine? Oh my gosh. Yes. I've been watching so much television. It <laughs> is incredibly unhealthy. The amount of TV I have binged, even in the last, like, not even the entire quarantine, but just the last like month, let's say it's, been pretty embarrassing uh-huh. uh, the- <laughs> do you have any <laughs> hidden gems what are your, your favorites um, well i finally got into umbrella academy i was very late to the game on that mm-hmm. one so i i did watch that um also there's this um speaking of like teen coming of age sort mm-hmm. of ya stories there's this british show called get even that i discovered oh. on netflix um that i really liked mm-hmm. um so that was it was kind of, it's kind of like a revenge drama it's kind of nice yeah oh uh, i've girls. heard of that i haven't seen it i need to watch it oh. um i oh, really it's great yeah <laughs> i really enjoyed the babysitter's club on netflix yes, mm-hmm. very good show that was, that was excellent i also loved sweet magnolias on See, I haven't, I haven't actually oh. finished that one. Um, so should I finish it? Or oh yeah, like, you'll okay, love you it. it. I think, <laughs> okay. I think you'll see. Right. Listening to your taste, I think you'll really enjoy it. And uh, and then also, I loved McMillions on HBO. Yes, I, I mean, that's was, on my list. That's on my list as well. I thought um, it was just so entertaining. <laughs> but. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Well, let's dive into the summer nights. How do you, how do you think that Hallmark has done with this uh, this crazy time? I mean, they've they've obviously had to do some acquisitions and had to. I mean, they did were able to somehow magically make this the this wedding every weekend appear. And uh, if, if Paul Campbell and um, Kimberly Susted told me that that they finished shooting on July 29th the movie wow (laughs) that is you know what they deserve kudos for pulling that off because that is stunning to me that they finished filming that and it looks like it looks like a normal everything was fine yeah 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 i know i it's yeah are you somebody that typically watches uh hallmark year-round or are you typically more of a christmas person I will watch Hallmark year round. It just, it's very hard to watch Hallmark uh, 
when they have movies every weekend. Um, mm-hmm. But so usually I'll pick out the ones that I like. I have my certain, you know, Hallmark favorites. I'm sure you have your favorite sure. you know, actors that you like. <laughs> so I'll uh, if they're, you know, in one, I will, you know, usually bookmark that and, the, you know, tune in for those. Um, but I, I do watch a year out. It just depends on how busy the years. But yes, Christmas is the big one. For yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, so they ended up giving us three movies to watch in August uh, for summer nights and uh, started out with Romance in the Air. And this was filmed last fall. And uh, it's the little summary is after learning her job is on the line, Eden returns to Lake Tahoe, where she used to spend her summers growing up. There she's reunited with her childhood friend Riley and finds that the draw of her past might direct her future to a happiness she's been missing in her life so what did you think overall about this movie about romance in the air i thought it was a cute movie i i i like that it was set in tahoe i'm from northern california so the fact that it was set in lake tahoe was a really nice touch and i like that it was um kind of celebrating nature a little bit um Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I thought it was a really cute movie. I thought mm-hmm. the story itself was, you know, typical kind of Hallmark plot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Yeah. I, I mean, I like Cindy. I think she's very sweet. And I did like seeing like Tahoe because it's beautiful and, you know, there's certain mm-hmm. escapism, especially in Summer Nights movies. And uh, yeah, there's, there was a lot of it that didn't work for me about this movie though. And I think a lot of it came down to the script. You're right. It is a story we've seen a lot before of mm-hmm. the girl going back to her hometown. And mm-hmm. it, so sometimes it, it, some people will say they're all the same. What, how do you, why is and it? And I can understand that. Like, why is one great and another not great? And it's the same yeah. basic story. Uh, but I think the, uh, the problem is that it felt just kind of like a whole bunch of scenes um, without like a narrative thrust to it to me like you'd have them okay. just like going shopping or they're like <laughs> buying groceries and right and, and like they'd have a conversation and then they would have the same conversation in another location and I thought that was really weird like there the the random scene where they're like out buying broccoli and uh, it's just like I guess should they get broccoli I don't know and I think that was supposed to be funny but it was just kind of like, what? Why are? Why am I watching these people go shopping, and uh, and, and you know, or they're like getting ice cream, and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, it, what are we doing here? Like, why? <laughs> and it's a uh, very small town. Clearly, there's yeah. nothing. There's not a lot to do there. There's right. no. It seems like nobody lives there, right? Where is everybody? It's very, it's very yeah, like it's empty. Small. It's very ghost towny. <laughs> yeah, they needed like a festival or something like that. Yes. I think to kind of exactly. Uh, yeah, like they well, needed give- that signature Hallmark event that they usually have in, yeah. in in these kind of movies, right? They usually have a one big thing. They're like, there's actually people who live here, and there's uh, yeah. <laughs> like the town something. Insert blank. <laughs> Yeah, um, I also thought that 
it was weird because you have it's one of these ones where it's like borderline cheating because certainly emotional cheating right Uh, she they set her up with this boyfriend at the beginning and i thought that he was frankly a lot better than this other guy this riley i I, I, are shocked yeah i know (laughs) because he was kind of nerdy and cute and i i i thought that and i i didn't think that she had any chemistry at all with uh with this riley guy Okay. I, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. And, uh, and I, I thought it was so strange at the end, how all of a sudden they're like, well, I'm not going to go out with this guy anymore, but Hey, best friend. Let, can we talk about that? Yeah. That was so weird. That threw me for a loop. I mean, I kind <laughs> of figured they were setting that up a little bit because I was wondering like, why is the best friend there with her on this trip? Like throughout yeah. this entire story. And it's like, and then, you know, the boyfriend, you know, comes in. I forgot his name. Uh, yeah, Michael. Come, Michael, or yeah, something like There's that. Michael he, and Riley. Those are the two Michael. guys. Okay. So yeah. Michael comes, right? He visits that random weekend yeah. as a surprise. And I'm like, oh, I see. I think you're, uh, uh, and then they like, and then she sees them talking, right? There's that one scene later where they like, somebody sees them. She sees them talking yeah. and having this private conversation. I was like, sure, but also weird. Yeah. <laughs> what is, like, what is Hallmark? I mean, you know, Hallmark's trying these things, I guess. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just like, I'm done with this guy. So now you and, can have them have fun. <laughs> like, what? And it's like, and her friend's okay with it. And it was like very weird. The yeah. scene at the door where they're like, no, I'm okay with it. You can go, you can be his plus one. And it's totally fine. Like, it's all good. Like, don't worry about it. I'm like, ooh, that's really uncomfortable yeah it really was it was so strange i'm like what is happening here it seemed to come out of nowhere to me and and i'm like shouldn't her friend have sort of a more of a more agency in all of this you know that she's just kind of like okay here's here's the sky for you exactly like she could have they could have maybe that scene could have maybe be written differently like where you know they had a conversation or something like a private conversation without him there. Yeah. And then the friend be like, Oh, you know, just bring it up and just, yeah, exactly. Like you said, have her make that decision or like ask the question yeah. rather than just, Hey, I'm putting you two together because I'm awesome. And uh, I don't need him anymore. <laughs> yeah. And, and also, so. I mean, you have the, the balloon, the hot air balloon, balloons yeah. which are beautiful and yes. but they really only have the one scene at the beginning of the of the actual like hot air balloon in the sky um and then they have this green screen scenes <laughs> with the with the yeah. three of them in this basket and it looked so terrible i mean i know these are hallmark movies <laughs> uh, and i'm not expecting like great special effects or whatever but it looked really bad it would have been better if they had just been out by the the balloons or something like that like you not trying to pretend you didn't need to see them inside in yeah. the air yeah exactly so to speak also that basket looked really small for the three right. of them and just incredibly <laughs> uncomfortable and i was yeah. very worried for them because right shouldn't it be bigger like and it i was just it was it just did not look great like i would not have wanted to have been there in that basket no 
No, <laughs> it looked very uncomfortable. And uh, so, yeah, it just didn't, this one did not work for me. It didn't work for you. Okay. No, That's it did fair. not work for me. They're not uh, all winners. It's fine. No, they're not. And I, I, I think I could have forgiven a lot if I had felt more chemistry between the two of them. And I think it maybe slightly hurt that I'm used to Torrance Coombs with a British accent. And yes. so it sort of threw me off. That he yeah. Yep. That. Uh, and you could tell that this was an acquisition because, uh, you know, normally in Hallmark movies, the, uh, the supporting players, it's like, Oh, I've seen that person before. I right. kind of have their crop of people who come in for mm-hmm. one scene, two scenes kind of a thing. And this, everybody was new. Everybody was different. Yeah. I, I do love, I love the, I think the hot air balloons are very pretty and I do love Lake Tahoe. Uh, I think it, especially being, uh, uh, being, you know, quarantined, stuck in the house. It's nice to see mm-hmm. someplace so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, visually it was stunning. Like the beautifully shot, mm-hmm. like everything that they, I, mean, I don't know if yeah. it was actually original footage or, or whatever, but it yeah. still looked really nice and really pretty. So yeah, and Cindy, going for it. Yeah, and Cindy's so cute. Uh, she came yes, on the, she's great. the podcast uh, last month before it, uh, and she's super nice, and she has a bubbly uh, uh, just a bubbly persona that fits really well with Hallmark. Definitely. She definitely, does. she definitely does. Yeah. And did you see her movie in June, the Love in the Forecast one? I did not see that yeah. one. That one was better than this, in my opinion. Uh, they're using her a lot. I think there's going to be a fall movie coming with her. I mean, so. good for her. Christmas, but... yeah. She's yeah. getting a lot of work. Yeah, the the, the weather one, uh, she plays a, well, she plays a weather lady in it and uh and that has christopher russell uh he was very handsome so that one was fun uh but yeah so out of five how many crowns would you give this movie oh i mean i didn't hate it as much as or i didn't dislike it as much as you did um (laughs) i thought it was fine it was a pleasant Uh you know i watched over the weekend um i think i would give it like oh do I want to give it that? Um, I would give it like three. Three? Yeah. Very good. No, I think that's yeah. Fine. Yeah. Like no, is that it's too good. Not, you know, I was debating no. internally, like, oh, is that too? Is that too generous? I don't know. <laughs> hey, we 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 like all opinions here on the Homer Keys podcast. Yeah. Uh, so we it's not a try perfect to... movie, but it's, no. it, I still liked it. I still yeah. enjoyed it. Good. All right. So then we had Love on Harbor Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this movie uh, stars uh, um, Marcus Rosner, uh, who we were able to have, and uh, Morgan Cohan. Uh, and uh, this was also an acquisition, I think, shot last fall. Uh, but uh, it's about interior designer Lily returns home to help her Aunt Maggie run her marina side bed and breakfast when she meets Marcus, a handsome seaplane pilot whose work delivering rescue dogs helps Lily discover that home really is where the heart is. Uh, so overall, what was your overall thoughts about this one? Um, I thought... I really liked um, Morgan and Marcus. I mm-hmm. thought that they had some really nice kind of banter back and forth. Um, mm-hmm. And I, 
will be very honest with you. I watched it. I did watch this movie, but I don't remember a lot of it. So that should mm-hmm. say that should that should say <laughs> like what yeah. I thought about it. I mean, I, I yeah. Again, it's very. It's kind of like that standard Hallmark plot that kind of we all we've seen a version of this before. Yeah. I just really liked. I did like Morgan and Marcus's chemistry. Mm-hmm. I thought that they kind of really worked on screen for me yeah uh and that was and the dog i mean yeah sure puppies we like we like <laughs> rescue dogs and that usually kind of ups the, yeah. ups the level of like awesomeness yeah lately <laughs> they've been doing that a lot with having their leading man be like uh, veterinarians or running a dog I'm, shelter or something i'm uh, good with that <laughs> like the ryan pavey movie from valentine's he was at run a dog shelter it seems like there's oh, been a yes. number a number of them it's like you're getting the lily here i mean they're already handsome they're already like you so know, wonderful now you're fine. gonna make them rescuing dogs <laughs> yeah exactly yeah what did you think uh, i i liked it i I felt I had some I had some issues with it, but overall I, I agree. I thought they had nice chemistry, uh, and I I, uh, I thought that the wrong guy, her her boyfriend, was hilarious. I really enjoyed him. Like oh, it, 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 it's like for this archetype, I thought he was really funny. Um, like when he's saying he's like, it's not a condominium, it's a condom condo maximum. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of, like, these are the lines that really kill me on Hallmark movies. It's just like, oh my God, who wrote this? <laughs> I love that. I love it when they kind of lean into the archetype and just be course, funny and make me laugh. And I thought that he did a really good job. It was, his name is Jeff Gonick. And I was just cracking up whenever he was on. He was so clueless and so over the top and that it made me laugh. I kind of would have liked to have seen more flying and more outside. I felt, like, I felt like the movie was very inside. A lot of time spent planning and renovating mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and, you know, going to dinner and just stuff like that, that I don't know. I felt, I was expecting there to be more of the Island on love. And that's Harbor a good, Island. that's a good point. I mean, it is called love on Harbor Island and yeah. he is a pilot. So you'd imagine that most of his time would be spent in a plane. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I also wish that there had been more time with just the two of them that was not about planning, that right. was about the two of them getting to know each other a little bit better. Uh, I felt like uh, a lot of the time that they were together was more sort of nuts and bolts. We're, we're planning mm-hmm. this renovation. We're planning all this other stuff. And so because some parts felt a little dull to me. It felt like it could have been a little more, I don't know, just a little, little bit more f- yeah, a little more peppy. Um, yeah, a little more those, going on. And those characters, they have an interesting dynamic. So, yeah, why not kind of lean into that mm-hmm. a little bit more? Because um, they kind of showed that in the scenes that they did have in this movie, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I liked uh, the supporting cast in this one. It's a little bit more sort of our standard people who we see as opposed to romance in the air. Uh, like you had, like I said, I, li- I really liked the, ro- bad, the, the wrong guy, Jeff Gonick. Mm-hmm. He was hilarious to me. Um, and then Brendan Taylor was kind of the BFF for Marcus, and he did a good job. Uh, I liked Cardi Wong. He had a small role. He always does a good job. 
uh, and uh, her Aunt Maggie, uh, Brenda Matthews, I thought that that was nice, and their relationship together was nice. I, I do find it a little bit distracting that they named the character Marcus, and his yes. the actor's name is Marcus. I was like, this, what? <laughs> they couldn't rename him, like, Mark or something? Yeah, something. Some version of Marcus. Christian. I did have that Exactly. I did have that same thought too. I was like, that must be so weird for him. I started thinking about the actor as I was watching the movie. Like, yeah. is he like, that's strange because that's his real name and that's his character. Is it? Uh, that's anyway. Yeah. Did, <laughs> have you seen Morgan Cohen before? Did you watch the um, When Hope Calls? Um, I have, yes, I've seen that show and um, I haven't, I don't know if she's, she's, I'm sure she's done a couple of other Hallmark movies, but I have not seen No, this those. is her first one. This is her first one. First oh. one, yeah. This is a good first movie for her though. Yeah, I think so. And it's a solid start. Yeah. And I, I, I think that she has a lot of potential. I, I what did you think of When Hope Calls? Did you like it? Um, you know, it's, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little too, you know, G-rated for me. But uh, um yeah. but um yeah, no, I think she's she's fine in that. Um I think this is this sh- I feel like she shows a little bit more of her personality. I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm completely wrong. I've never talked to her before, yeah. but it just seems like she's a little bit more dynamic just because yeah. of it's set in the contemporary times. She's right. able to kind of have a little bit of like fierceness to her and a little bit of Yeah. Well, and also we don't have a lot of red-haired leads aside from That's Alicia true. Witt on uh, Hallmark. Uh, you have Alicia Witt and Bridget Regan has done a couple. Yes. Uh, so those are the only two that I can really think of off the top of my we head. Need, we need more red hair. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> Leads so on Hallmark, of, clearly. <laughs> it is. It's nice uh, just to have a different... Uh, kind of beauty, something di- you know, yeah. different. And I actually really liked When Hope Calls. I don't know if it's just because I honestly had pretty low expectations <laughs> going into it. Um, because sometimes these made for, like the made for um, streaming series can kind of be one of two things. They can, they can just be sort of, we're going to sort of dump it, you know, mm-hmm. onto streaming. Uh, and we're, or it can be of we're going to make this the showpiece for our streaming service. We're right. going to really put the money into it and everything. And and uh, and so I was I I felt like it was the latter. Just speaking to Morgan, just like hopefully mm-hmm. her future in on Hallmark. Like I really do agree with you. I feel like she does have a, a really bright future in terms of starring in more of these uh, Hallmark movies. Um, Cause I don't know. I was like, after watching this movie, if there was one takeaway I had from it was I wouldn't mind seeing her in, in more. Like I mm-hmm. would yeah. gladly tune in like no question mm-hmm. if I saw her name on, you know, on a, on a cast list or something. For, right. For Agreed. All right. So yeah, I would give this one, I'm going to give it a, uh, I'm going to give it a three uh, for me for this one. It was a little boring, but I still overall enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Um, yeah, I think I would still, I would give it a three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. So now we get to wedding every weekend. And uh, so we have uh, a somewhat controversy a little bit surrounding this movie. Poor Paul Campbell on his Twitter has had to deal with so much. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you haven't seen that? 
Yeah. Not seen it. Oh, he has so. gotten a lot of trolling over there and he's handled it like a champ uh, about uh, this movie. And uh, so the, the little summary is just Nate and Brooke are going to the same four weddings, four weekends in a row to avoid setups. They go to, together as wedding buddies but what uh, what starts as friendship soon becomes deeper and are are kimberly sested and paul campbell are they favorites of yours or ones um, you've seen before i have seen them before um i don't know if they're my personal favorites but i do enjoy seeing them in whatever in a movie if you know i'm mm-hmm. tuning into something like there but yeah i have yeah. seen their past work on, on mm-hmm. the network for sure yeah, they're pretty popular uh, in the amongst Hallmarkies. Uh, Paul Campbell uh, doing movies like Window Wonderland is a, a fan favorite, Surprised by Love, uh, and uh, Once Upon a Holiday. Uh, and then Kimberly Sested, Nine Lives of Christmas is a fan favorite mm-hmm. uh, for one. a lot of people. And so, yeah, then they're delightful. We had them both on the podcast uh, last last week. And, uh, and so this is also, this movie is written by Julie Sherman Wolf, who is one of our favorite Hallmark writers. Uh, she uh, did Finding Santa. Uh, she did The Christmas Club last year, which is really fun. Marry Me at Christmas, The Birthday Wish one of my personal favorite Hallmark movies. Have, have you seen that? Have you seen The Birthday Wish? No, I'm the worst with titles. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> it's don't got Jesse Schramm in it. And I, I actually has Marcus Rosner as well. I And Luke McFarlane. I highly recommend it. It's mm, a really good one. Yeah. Okay. What's from yeah. Okay. I maybe have seen it. I'm the worst yeah. with Hallmark names or Hallmark movie <laughs> names because they're so generic. Right. Yeah. And there's like, there's like, five or five to ten that I will remember just off the top yeah. of my head because maybe I've seen it a bunch of times but like then the others are just like I don't know because they're all the, there's the, the, the titles are like yeah. either it's either puns or like really <laughs> generic and just it's like hard to keep track sometimes <laughs> no it absolutely I will, is I, I mean, will put that on a list though if I yeah can birthday wish is yeah. is again a fan favorite it's really fun and she I think what she does well is she manages to bring in some humor into her scripts and uh, and that elevated a little bit above the, the plot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I, I, I was really excited about that part. Uh, and the plot, if people want to see a more R-rated version of this plot, <laughs> last year, 2019, there was a movie called Plus One. Yes, uh, I love that movie. Yeah, it was really I'm good. <laughs> obsessed with that movie. Oh, good. I, I actually spoke to the stars of that movie because I, I was just like, you know, I love rom-coms and that uh-huh. was like... A, just the perfect yeah. film like i it was one of my favorite movies yeah. from, from last year well i can um, see especially because uh i would think that it would be fun for you to see maya in that lead role uh, mm-hmm. and uh, um and then uh and then jack quaid was so mm-hmm. swoon worthy i thought in that movie <laughs> and they're both like the nicest people and just uh-huh. super fun to talk to so that's cool. that's always great yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so uh, if people want, like I said, this is an R-rated film. <laughs> it's not yes, more. more uh, it's completely, yeah. But it's, it's pretty here. fun. Pretty fun. Very, very so fun. 
we, we have the same idea in this movie, except for, I think in that one, there's like 10 weddings. In this one, oh, yeah. uh, there's four, four weddings, four weekends in a row. They find out they're all, they're both going to the same weddings. One of them, they're actually in the bridal party. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so this one's also directed by Kevin Fair, who's a who's done a million Hallmark movies. And so he's a pro. And so there was every reason to really enjoy this movie. Uh, and Hallmark, what did you think as far as Hallmark being pretty, uh, pretty blatant, I guess, maybe by the word, as far as the, the fact that this was going to include a gay wedding, they, they, you know, they really put it pretty heavily in the marketing. Uh, and uh, I don't know, how do you think Hallmark sort of handled this, being that this is their first uh first sort of dive into that kind of world and they have a very traditional christian audience Mm -hmm. uh that they knew was going to have some challenges that some people were not going to be accepting of this um so they kind of i felt like they very obviously really put it in the marketing so that uh to start the conversation well before two three weeks before the movie uh was actually going to air i mean for me i think they, this was something that should have been happening in their movies or, you know, um, you know, lo- a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like, yeah, this is a very, very, this is a, this is a small step forward, mm-hmm. but I think that it was important for them to feature a, you know, same sex wedding mm-hmm. um, in one of their movies to show that they are serious about their commitment, you know, that they've expressed, right, Mm -hmm. in, you know, uh, including LGBTQ kind of storylines, characters, themes, really expanding their definition of diversity and inclusivity. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this was, yes, the controversy is always going to be there because Hallmark is not known for being, you know, progressive Mm -hmm. in this space, right? So that controversy and backlash what was always going to be there for people who are are used to like a certain yeah. way with the Hallmark brand. But I think that to me, it's like, this is something that should have been happening yeah, already coming. along. Yeah, exactly. So it is a very small step forward, but there's still a long way. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that it was a long time coming, and I I think that it was handled uh, handled well as far mm-hmm. as the fact. I mean, I was frankly a little surprised that they had them have a kiss and have them like I was expecting. I was a little bit worried that uh, that we would get a repeat of what happened with Beauty and the Beast, uh, where they like advertised this gay moment. You know, was going to happen, mm-hmm. and it's like thirty mm-hmm. seconds with them dancing at the end of the movie movie you know right. and, and uh, i'm like i'm not giving you disney points for that that's that doesn't count and this i mean yes they were only in the movie for about two minutes but uh but i i was surprised that that they didn't i was pleasantly surprised with how good i felt like the representation was yeah they did start Exactly. They didn't shy away from the fact that the the main characters, I think their na- names were Nate and Brooke, right? They they were mm-hmm. friends with all these people and Vicky right. and Amanda, who mm-hmm. were the the gay couple, they gave them lines and they gave them mm-hmm. scenes. They were very crucial to 
at least the plot um, yeah. in terms of the narrative. So they weren't just there to be like check a box, it seemed. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah. I do agree, though. There was a point when I was watching the promos for the movie, I was like, okay, they're, they're going to get, we're going to see them at the altar. That's great. That's so exciting. But are we going to see them kiss? Are we going to have like a moment of affection? Mm -hmm. And so I was, I was like you, a little like wary, like, oh, I don't know if they're going to go there yet because it's Hallmark and again, this is a big move for them. And so, yeah, I was surprised that we did get a really nice, we got a kiss. It, it just, I think, yes, they, they handled this right and or the best way that they could in this context of this movie. Um, and I thought what was interesting too was Mickey and Amanda, I think they showed up throughout the movie. So it wasn't like they were mm -hmm. just, they just had that wedding and that was their, those were their scenes. I think they were in the beginning of the movie and I think they were also at the end of it too. So it was mm -hmm. kind of like, they were just there. Um, they're just like yeah. a part of the fabric of their, these two main characters' lives. And yeah. it, they didn't make a big deal out of it, which was, was kind of nice. It was like, this is just yeah. their life. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I agree. They were just like friends, like you have a normal yeah. life, like you have exactly. friends. And they go to the, you, I think you saw them again in the painting. They were in the yes. painting part. Painting. Um, yeah. And uh, one thing that's interesting about this movie is that, so this is the first movie, I think even in old British Columbia, if I'm not mistaken, to be filmed after the COVID quarantine thing. And I don't feel like you could feel it. I, 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 I felt like. I did not even know that. See, the fact that you mm -hmm. said that, I had yeah. no clue. There was a scene though. I will, I will say there was a scene that made me question if they filmed mm -hmm. it recently. It was a scene near the end where, um, it was right before the main, the big wedding, the, the last wedding, where it's the, um, the rehearsal dinner where the tables were a little bit more spread out in the it was oh gosh oh, it yeah. was um brooks friends yeah, yeah so it was the last yeah. one was the movie that they were i mean a lot, the last one was the wedding they were, yes. that they were actually in the bridal party yes for, and then um, the day before yeah exactly for their yeah. for their friends uh i can't remember their names because oh, so i just know i don't know their name the character names i just know it was um Ginny uh, and Greg, Ginny and Greg, yes, mm -hmm. Ginny and Greg, yeah, but they had that rehearsal dinner the night, the day before, and the tables were really spread out, I was like, this is weird, yeah. like, they're all seemed but really I, distanced, but also yeah. that, so that question did come up in my brain, but I was like, ah, it's probably just me over <laughs> But <laughs> I was a little yeah. surprised that they had the football game. I, I kind of would have expected right. them to do a different activity, like say maybe miniature golf or something like that, where they could have a little more distance, because that's, you know, footballs, you're going to have contact. And so, so that sort of surprised me a little bit, and I, I didn't, I, I would I would not have known if I didn't know oh, no. uh, that it was. Uh, I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea that this was so recently. So, mm -hmm. I mean, they did a really good job of, of kind of pulling it all off. Yeah. So they set up the conflict in this story of that she is, you know, like tired of dating. She had, she, at the beginning of the movie, she breaks up with Peter Benson. And mm -hmm. I, I had a laugh because I just like, he ordered pineapple and mushroom pizza, gluten-free, <laughs> like, uh, and that alone, I mean, that's very, very fishy to me. 
that sounds so gross to me. I don't know. And uh, so I was like, well, he really, he, he was asking for it. And poor Peter Benson. I mean, he, uh, he always ends up, almost always ends up playing the wrong guy. He's either the wrong guy or he's the, the, the one that kind of comes through barely at the end, like in Wedding March 3 uh, and also in, um, uh, in the one with Paul Green and Maggie Lawson. I can't think of the name, but, um, uh, but anyway, uh, where they think that he's like having an affair or something, but it turns out he's taking dancing lessons. Oh, God. <laughs> so then uh, she makes this decision that she's not going to date anybody. She's going to take a break. And, uh, and then she ends up meet cute, running into Paul Campbell. Uh, at uh, at this, they're both getting presents for the for wedding registry, and they sort of figure out that they're both going to these four weddings because it's not just the gay wedding they have; they have a Jewish wedding, mm-hmm. which was the first wedding, mm-hmm. um, and then they have a um, uh, a they have a mixed race wedding, which I think mm-hmm. was the most formal of the weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that silver dress that she had on was the oh, dress was gorgeous. Yeah, that one was beautiful. I loved it. Yeah. And uh, in Paul Campbell's character, he restores cars, vintage cars. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where you got to see. I thought they had a really nice supporting cast with this. You said Jeff Gusterson, who's on Science Hill Delivered. So he's a Hallmark favorite and as his uh, co-worker there at the, at the shop. Uh, and I did think it was kind of boring, the whole plot of is he going to use new parts or old parts? Oh, incredibly weak, but right? it's fine. <laughs> Whatever. It's not the main story. That's the important no. part. It was yeah. not the main story. <laughs> and I don't know if it's just because I could care less about cars. I have no interest in cars. I, and so whenever we get back to the cars, I would just be like, mm, I'm getting, I, mean, I get a little stakes, bored. The stakes weren't high enough. Cause it wasn't like, they made it seem like there was the threat of them losing business and then maybe possibly closing the shop. But it's like that threat never really seemed to be there. Uh-huh. Right. Um, yeah. so I think the stakes just weren't high enough. Like right. there needed to be like someone coming in, you know, saying we want to buy your, <laughs> your, your, building or something and yeah. we're offering you a lot of money i don't know some some other external yeah. factor that just wasn't there but there was a lot going on though with all the weddings and all the different kind of environments so i kind of understood why they didn't have that uh added layer in this movie too yeah they did say that uh that they were long in this movie that they they had to uh uh, they had to cut some things out and, Got it. Uh, okay. uh, yeah. And so I think that that was probably, you know, something. The first thing to go. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. What did you think of the Jewish wedding? Did you think that was fun? It was fun, but it felt very quick, right? Like yeah. um, the, they, I don't even think the, they, the bride and groom even had lines. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I thought it was just very I quick. I don't if they had lines. Not much think, if they did. Yeah. yeah. So it, to me, it was like, okay, they're just, you know, glorified extras essentially. But it was still, it was nice. I mean, mm-hmm. for, for like the first kind of, kind of mm-hmm. table setter for the rest of the, the yeah. film, what it's kind of going to be like. I um, was surprised that they didn't have the, um, I think it's called the Hora. 
which is that mm, dance mm-hmm. where they lift you up in the yep. chairs um, and dance. Uh, that's what I've always seen in all of the Jewish weddings that I've ever yeah. seen. Uh, that uh, that it seemed pretty much like a normal wedding, except for they were wearing the yarmulkes and uh, and. Um, but it was perfectly pleasant. I enjoyed it. Yeah, of course. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and then they had uh, then they end up spending some time together because he has hurt his knee, and he's mm-hmm. being stupid and stubborn. He won't to go to the physical he's therapy. He's being a guy. He's being a guy. <laughs> yeah, is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> and she's uh, she's trying to have the guts to uh, to. Uh, to quit her job and start her own mm-hmm. practice. And the only thing, I mean, cause I love an epic quit. That's one of my favorite things in movies. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Um, the only thing is I didn't really even, the way it was sort of staged, I didn't really realize that she had quit. It was yes. sort of done a little bit weird. It was kind of like, mm-hmm. um, well, I don't think that, cause it was all sort of couched in their relationship with her and mm-hmm. like, and it wasn't like I quit. She never actually said exactly. those words. I yeah. think there might've been a scene they could have cut because maybe for time, like you just said, mm-hmm. where she actually says, no, for real, yeah. like, I'm quitting because it was very like, well, maybe this isn't going to work out or something it was kind of where they left it. Right. Like it yeah. was very unclear. And then it was like, Oh wait, she's not going back. So I guess she did quit. But we never yeah. really saw that. It wasn't it wasn't established right. in a line or something. Yeah, um, that would have been nice, but not a big deal. It's no, fine. no, I it just but, yeah, agree it, with and you though. For I sure. thought, th- yeah, I thought that they had such good chemistry. These two actors. I mean, they we've seen them before in the Godwings movie. Okay. Um, I, I don't know if you got to see that, but I've not seen that um, one. But so this is our second time working together. This definitely had more of a, a comedic feel to it than Godwinks, which was more of a emotional type of movie. And I thought they were great together. And they, they, I thought they looked really nice together and they had nice chemistry and they were both up for the banter. I enjoyed Julie's banter that she wrote in this. And, you know, you have just a lot of scenes of them like shopping and mm-hmm. you know, her giving him therapy. And then she has the problem with her, with her ceiling and her roof and uh you know some of those things going on and they were basically just excuses to get our characters together exactly you know to spend time together so (laughs) it was it was fine and so then we had i really died laughing at the at the one wedding i think it was the um the mixed race wedding uh the the i should have written down their name um but at the um the wedding with the uh the tractor with all of the flowers on it. And that just is such a, a hallmark thing. You know, it's just like, it's a summer movie. Put more flowers. <laughs> if it was it's Christmas. It's like a prerequisite. Yeah, if it was Christmas, it'd be twinkle lights on the tractor, <laughs> lights, <yeah>. you know? <laughs> that is true. Oh that made gosh. me laugh. That made me laugh. And um, I really liked Brandy Alexander and Jamie Calica's roles. They were really good. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. I, I would like them in a movie. I think they would be really good together. And they played basically their BFFs throughout mm-hmm. the film. And then they're the final, uh, they're the final wedding. And uh, I thought they did a really good job. And they had 
good chemistry with the whole cast. I thought I had good chemistry together. It felt like these people were really friends. Oh, for sure. I completely agree with you. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed this movie. I felt like uh, they did a really good job with the representation. I was very pleased. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if people have a problem with that, then, you know, it, I can understand, I guess maybe their point a little bit, if there was a scarcity of movies, if mm-hmm. Hallmark only made like two movies a year, then if True. one of them, uh, then I guess I could kind of see the point. I still don't, but, but there's so many, just find the one that what's wrong with them making one or I know this some is for just one group one... and some for another group. Exactly. This is just one movie out of like hundreds that you can yeah. choose from. That's right. Hallmark has made a gazillion like original movies. So what is yeah. wrong with having one or two or right. three maybe for about one particular or about like a specific community that maybe you don't identify with or yeah. are not familiar with. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. And I think it did actually mean a lot to a lot of people. And as you know, sometimes you get these loud, loud voices that are, uh, that are, uh, that you, you can get overwhelmed and you forget about the, the also the voices of people who are very grateful and, uh, and uh, were very happy that this happened. And I, I mean, mm-hmm. I include myself in that group. And uh, uh, so I, I was really pleased with the representation. I thought they did a really good job with that. Both the, I, like I said, I thought the Jewish wedding was, was good. I, I, I loved, uh, you know, Brandy and Jamie, I thought they mm-hmm. did a really good job. Uh, so there was a lot of representation in the film. So I loved that. I loved the leads. I thought they had such good chemistry together. Uh, really, my only flaw with the movie is that I thought, like I said, the car parts were a little bit boring. <laughs> uh, that would be my only, like, critique, a real critique of the movie. Uh, so, yeah, yeah I I, uh, I would give this one a pretty high score. Uh, maybe, mm, like... Uh, 4.5. Wow, that's really high. Yeah. Um, overall, I just thought it was charming. What, what about you? What What would you give it? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it was definitely my favorite Summer Nights movie, I think, uh, mm-hmm. this year. So I would give it, like, I think I would give it a 4, 4 out of 5. Um, so we had some uh, Twitter comments uh, about these movies. So Michelle Benson, she says, Wedding Every Weekend was the best of the three. The acting and the script was fantastic. There wasn't any chemistry between the leads and the other two. I liked Cindy Busby's energy. She's the only reason I got through Romance in the Air. Harbor Island was very bland. Uh, I, I love good TV Christmas romances, says Wedding Every Weekend was a home run. Love on Harbor Island was a solid single. Romance in the Air, a huge swing and a miss. Might have been the worst movie I've seen this year. Bad plot, bad acting besides Cindy. Oh. Bad green screen. So we were pretty nice, actually. <laughs> I think romance in the air. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. and Terry Fleury Heaven says, Wedding Every Weekend was the best this year. Love on Harbor Island was kind of boring, and I didn't feel any chemistry with romance in the air. Uh, Jonathan Garza says, Overall, I liked it a lot, but it felt like something was missing, but I was never sure what. So I guess for him. Um, Amber Arnold says, Wedding Every Weekend was so good. Kimberly and Paul are so great together and they actually got to be funny uh, as opposed to Godwings. I liked Morgan Cohan, but the movie was very boring and the end didn't make a ton of sense. 
when it ended, wondered, wait, why are they a couple again? <laughs> um, oh Laura and Marie, she says, haven't watched the other two yet, but I really enjoyed Wedding Every Weekend. So good. I'm looking forward to this new chapter of Hallmark that is more inclusive and diverse. Awesome start. And then uh, Sarah at Sassy Pants 25, she says, Wedding Every Weekend was fantastic. Good story, acting, chemistry, and a lot of fun. Five stars. Uh, Harbor Island is harder to get through and moved a little slow for me. No chemistry with the leads, three stars and romance uh, in the air. Interesting plot and area chemistry was a little forced, but it did get there four stars. Summer Nights gets four stars. Uh, one more. We have uh, James Butts. He says, Summer Nights was the strongest season of the year so far. Wedding Every Weekend was the best, while Romance in the Air was the most summery. So there we go. <laughs> Some of the opinions on Twitter. Well, this has been so fun. Thank you so much for coming been. and talking about these movies with us. I really appreciate it. It was so fun to get to know you. I've seen you on Twitter uh, off and on. And I, it's so it's so fun to finally connect and, and have a, 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 a face to a Twitter handle. <laughs> so it's great. Yeah, this was really fun. Thank you so much for, you know, having me on. And I always love to talk about you know, Hallmark movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. really, hopefully we can, maybe around Christmas, we can have you back because it was really fun. How can people find you, your social media, all that, uh, your content, what you write, all that fun stuff? Yeah, so I'm um, active on Twitter. Um, my handle is at Inside the Tube. Um, and I, you know, tweet about random things. Uh, Hallmark is definitely a topic that I like to tweet about and you can also find my articles and stories on etonline.com uh, right. yeah yeah we'll have all of that in the description section make sure you're all following Filiana and we really uh, appreciate you coming on and uh, discussing these movies and you can find me at Rachel's Reviews all of our social media iTunes YouTube and on Rotten Tomatoes so check that out and also make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast all over social media and if you're listening on itunes please leave us your ratings and reviews we so appreciate those reviews those are what help people to be able to find the podcast uh, when they're searching under hallmark Uh, so please please do that also we have our merch store which has tons of fun stuff uh come and so check that out and thanks again really appreciate it and uh and let us know in the comment section what you think of these three movies uh in the comment section or on twitter do you agree with the twitter uh do you agree with us what did you think we'd love to hear your scores of these movies and uh and thanks again for joining us really appreciate it and uh, yeah, we'll we definitely will be in touch. And y'all should follow Filiana. And uh, thanks again. We'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Bye.